All right. We are ready for episode six of Mean Mommy Kink podcast. This one is called How to Flirt with Mommy, Do's and Don'ts. And this is just just in time for Valentine's Day. Oh, God, we're going to break your heart and hopefully set you free. I'm very excited. We are going to start, though, with our business spotlight, right? Every, Every episode. We do a spotlight on a business that's either kinkster owned or owned by a person of color or both, if we can do that. And this one um, is both. It's called Bratty Little Baddies, just like it sounds. Uh, BrattyLittleBaddies.com, Bratty Little Baddies on Instagram, and I believe TikTok as well. And I just thought these were the cutest shirts when I saw them. And I know you're thinking shirts, you know, everybody's got shirts, but these are like little half cut shirts. If you want your little belly out, adorable. And they've got some for pet play. There's this one that's Chicky Nuggets, which I just think is the cutest. Good girl, good boy. Uh, Just a lot of different little designs that I really liked and so you can like I said you can get the regular shirts or you can get the half shirts that's what I looked at because I thought that would be so cute you know some little uh skirt or something I don't know y'all be pairing that stuff much better than I do (laughs) but I wanted to give them their shout out and to let folks know about them because we're here to promote black and brown businesses kinkster businesses and so there you go I love it perfect here for it (sighs) well they don't even know how much fun we're going to have with this topic because we were I had to hit record really fast because we were already getting into the groove with flirting do's and don'ts because I know I have had every awful experience and I've had a lot of really amazing experiences so I think that's kind of how I learned how to flirt with people, but everyone does not have these skills, clearly. That clearly. is very true. Ugh. It's not It's not just like a skill set that you can learn and use the same thing for every single person. I think there's a lot of pickup artist type places on the internet that lead you to believe that you can just use the same method with every single human. And I'm going to be the first one to tell you that will certainly not work. Um, we'll go not. over some other what not to do's, but we'll also give you some good ideas of where to start so that you can really personalize your flirting and make it both, you know, interesting to the person you're flirting with and also not fucking creepy because honestly, that's usually the problem with flirting with people, especially on the internet, is it goes from zero to creepy real fucking quick. <laughs> like immediately push enter. What? Why would you send that to a stranger? <laughs> that, is, that is actually why we started to record real quick because what I discovered is that... Um, because we were talking about like, oh, I should go into my FetLife inbox and see what kind of nonsense I have. Because I'm listed as a mommy on FetLife. So, you know, I get a lot of winners. And I realized I didn't have anything because I just immediately blocked these people without a response. But apparently when you block someone, FetLife puts their messages in a folder called archives, which I discovered. And I had just discovered this folder and I was just reading some comedy gold. And Jackie's like, let me just hit the record button real quick because this is getting good. We so had I- to, we had to. <laughs> okay, before she gets into it, before she gets into it, imagine that every time you send out a message and you want a response, right? Like you actually want a response, 
this is the archive of people who did not think that through, right? These are the folks who are like, I'm just going to say whatever's in my head, not necessarily mm -hmm. what will bring a response from this particular person. So I just wanted to say, y'all, it should, like, first off, read the profile. First off. There's a start. My, so here's, here's the interesting thing about my FetLife profile. First of all, there's two interesting things. One is I'm never on FetLife. So these people are messaging a profile that has been inactive for like a year plus. If I'm on there once a year or once every six months, that's a lot. So they're messaging a profile that is pretty much uninterested in interacting with people on FetLife to begin with nowadays. That's the first fail. The second fail is that my profile literally says, all unsolicited male correspondence will most likely be ignored, but may be mocked. It literally says that on my profile. So if you message me something crazy, you are consenting to possibly being publicly mocked, which I used to do when I had more time in my life and cared. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you go through these cycles sometimes because as soon as you get active again on the site, like you're saying, the messages will triple. All of a sudden you'll have mm -hmm. way, way more weirdos. Way, yep. way more. And I think sometimes I, men I get, get 25, 30 messages. Yes, I get 25, 30 messages a year for never being on the For never being on the So Correct. imagine if I posted pictures and interacted with the website in a way. But I think when guys hear this, sometimes they get jealous because they think, oh, people, at least they want to talk to you. But it's like, they're not talking to me. They're talking at me about Honestly, their Honestly, I would like for every guy on the planet, especially straight guys, to make a profile that doesn't even have a picture because we don't need you to steal some random girl's picture make a profile with f as the title and mm -hmm. your actual fetish is on the profile and then just let it sit there mm -hmm. i promise you the messages you get will not be the kind of messages you enjoy reading it's true it will give you some perspective on what it looks like for you to send random creepy messages detailing your fetishes and fantasies to internet strangers yeah, it's like, how often do you want to see a random person's dick that you don't know who then calls you a whore because you don't want to fuck them right now at a bus station? Zero times. I want to see a random <laughs> person's dick zero times. Zero times. Like, even when it's a celebrity, even when it's a celebrity, when they caught Captain America's dick out somewhere on the internet, I was like, I don't want to see that. I don't care. Zero times. Yeah. yeah. I All the dicks that I want to see, I request to see them, those particular... Right. Um, and what we're going to teach you is how to request to see the dick. And it is not the, it is not in the initial message also. That's no. second number two. Mm -hmm. No. Like flirting is a long game. So if you're trying to get immediate results, you're going to fail because it doesn't quite Absolutely. work. Absolutely. The only way to get more immediate results, and this is something that works really well for me personally, is, you know, I am not just old school, I am like historically old school. If I have an introduction to you from someone else, that will oftentimes get you slightly faster results. So to me, the easiest way to approach me is through someone else. So if someone that I trust very much says, oh, there's this person joe who's you know new in town but loves to do x y and z and we've hung out a couple times and they're super cool and i think you two would get along that's going to go a lot farther with me than if joe had just popped into my inbox and said hey i'm new in town so that's true it's like a cold call you know you're more likely mm -hmm. to seal the deal i've done cold calling from working at the bank and that shit is hard you can you can seal the deal but it takes a lot to sell over the phone over the internet whatever so 
you're selling yourself or you're trying to sell your experience or whatever, that's going to be harder than like a, what do you call it? Like a warm transfer where a friend is like, Hey, uh, this guy might be kind of cool. Right. So the flirt, you want a warm transfer if possible. Yes, the most successful play partners, dates, etc. that I've been on are people that have in some form of fashion introduced to me, Um, which is not to say that folks can't just introduce themselves to me. I'm actually quite approachable, although people um, for some reason think I'm not. And frankly, I'm fine with that. It kind of weeds out the week. But um, the most successful ones that I've had are people that are like, this is my friend so-and-so, you know, they just moved to the area or they just started coming out into the kink scene after a break or whatever. Um, and that kind of makes it so like you're a known person. Um, and this person I already know thinks that you're sane enough to hang out with. So that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. We like that. We like that. We like that. Um, so yeah, I think um, there's a couple of things that we want to do. We, of course, want to set you up with some tips for success, but I do want to read some of the nonsense that lands in my fat life inbox because it's kind of amazing. Oh my God, I'm ready. Get me, get me ready. <laughs> so the majority of them um, are messages that seem like they're offering me something, but they're definitely not offering me anything. So for example, one of them reads, mommy goddess, would you like relaxing, calming massage and or foot rubs from time to time? I am gentle, smart guy who would love to please a lady like yourself, completely enamored by your profile goddess, Meals. So there's a lot happening there. There's a lot (laughs) happening there. Yes. Like he's offering me something, but like none of these are things that I have asked for. Nowhere on my profile does it suggest that I want foot rubs and massages, least of all from strangers. So that's not a thing. Um, This one says, hi, my name is, I'm leaving that out. Are you looking for a little that will obey and listen and do what mommy says? I love your pictures, by the way. So like, yes, on its surface, that is what I'm looking for. Also, like, who are you? Who are you? That's what I was going to say. That's another tip. Write this down, kids, is that the introduction from a friend works, but you also have to introduce yourself. Like, who are you? What are your intentions? You can state your intentions. You can say, I want to be your friend, but I I won't lie. I've got a crush on you. And I think saying I have a crush on you is silly, but people like that because crush doesn't have to mean I'm in love with you. It doesn't have to mean I'm going to fuck you, but it's, it's like clearly stating I have an interest in you. Yes. It doesn't mean it's even going to go anywhere. It's just like, I have crushes on people that will never probably even meet me. Exactly. It's cute to like say that. Like, I think that's cute. I really do. Like someone saying they have a crush on me is super cute. Absolutely. And it could be a friend crush. It could be any kind of crush. That's the cool thing. Like you can set the parameters of it. Like I have a crush on you. And that just means I really just want to hug you when I see you because I like it when we hug and I think you're a great friend. Or it can mean one day I'd like to do more if you're comfortable with that. But a crush, I feel like doesn't put pressure on the other person to behave the way that you want them to. It just states your interest. And if they're interested, they can flirt back. And if they're not interested, they might be like, oh, that's cute. Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, but that that doesn't necessarily, it doesn't set you up for as big a rejection as I think people think it will. Exactly. I think that's part of the, of course, other edge of flirting is like, you're putting yourself out there to potentially be rejected. So like, honestly, me blocking all of these bozos on FetLife is a kinder option than I could do because I could really lay into them. And I used to, again, when I was bored and had more time, but I just don't have that kind of time in my life anymore. Um, 
<laughs> oh, bless. I'm actually going to out this person's uh, screen name because it's amazing. Morris Big Nuts is their screen name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so here's how here's the only interaction I have with that life is mostly blocking these people. And these messages will come to my inbox, but I can't see the message. I can just see Morris Big Nuts has sent you a message. And I just am looking at my email like, not this. Like, it's never like yeah. every time every time fat life gives me a notification i'm like here we fucking go like it's never <laughs> i will say i will say this too as somebody who loves nudity um it is more difficult for me to flirt with you if your profile picture is your genitals i don't care what yes, they are any kind of genitals i don't care like i, I don't, don't want to flirt with your to penis genitals. I don't want to flirt with your pussy. Like I'll flirt with the person attached to that. Great. And I'll even look at the pictures of it, but just really consider y'all what your profile picture says. If you want people to talk to you and it's just you gobbling a dick, you're going to only get the person who wants that particular image. You're, mm-hmm. You may be missing out on other people who would like that thing, but are not interested in having to correspond with the image of you gargling a dick every time they want to say, see, say hi to you. You know, right. it's, and it's, it's a not lot that you can't take pictures of that and share them with people. It's of that course. if that's your first walking through the door image, you're going to get the yeah. bottom of the barrel every single time. Absolutely. Just Absolutely. Is. It's is really that, unfortunate. I've seen it. The way it works in the world. Yes. That's just how it is. Um, so yeah. anyway, Mr. Big Nuts. Wrote, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi, this is name redacted. Amazingly, it's not Morris, though his profile name name is Morris Big Nuts. Uh, hi, this is Blank, and my pronouns is he, him. Do you have a kick or Skype? Because I was wondering if we could exchange pictures if you're interested, or do you want to chat on PSN, Nintendo Switch Lite, TikTok, IG, or Xbox One? What? <laughs> I, I, I really don't like the let's talk at a second location. I don't like a second location talk. Like, if you met me on FetLife, then you have to be interesting enough on FetLife to make me want to give you the next step for me is a is a cell phone. So I'm not going to 15 different other messaging apps to talk to you. Right? Like if I met you on Tinder, you better be interesting on Tinder. If I met you on Kick, you better be interesting on Kick. But I'm not switching back and forth different websites just so we can have cyber sex. It's I'm too old for that. Right. It, not only am I too old for that, but it's like why are you on all these different things? Like, what about your life makes you have to creep and sneak on six different platforms? Yeah, that's true. You live too. at home like, with your mama. Do you have yeah. a wife? Do you have like, what is it? What's going on? And like, if you lead with the thing that's making you have to do that, people can make their assessments because I'm friends with quite a few teachers that have to be a little on the DL because of their job. So if you lead with like, I am a teacher, this is blah, 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 people can make their choices. Hell, you can even lead with, I have a wife. There are apparently a bunch of people that are fine with that. I'm not one of them, but there are a lot of people that are fine with that. So if you lead with the thing, even if it's like a sneaky, creepy thing, it makes you less creepy than just being like, we have to be on six different places and I have to keep changing it up and I want to be on Snapchat that deletes my shit, like, Mm, what are you trying to be up to and and there's like creeper places too like if you really are into some wild shit it depends on how deep you want to go i mean there's places that you can go so maybe don't just like harass every single person on the internet who you wish was into that maybe go to the specialized forum like for instance i you know 
Some people like water sports. Some people like other toilet play. There are forums for that where people discuss it in depth for hours. You don't have to, every time you see a person, you want to be your mommy. Like, do you like toilet play? Do you like this? Do you like that? It's like, I'm a profile on the internet. Even if I did, I may not feel comfortable telling you a stranger because those are still private, intimate things about my kink, what I like. Like, it may take me a while to warm up. But if you lead with your strong taboo, that makes me kind of like, why would you share something that's that intimate with somebody you don't even know if I'm real? I could be a right. catfish. Well, and this is my other thing that I think is absolutely amazing. These same creepers that will send these incredibly detailed messages will also turn a table over if they discover that the person they message is a sex worker apparently wants to be compensated for randomly engaging in a very intimate with a stranger. And yeah, so, like, true. you're sending messages that the only people that would be interested in talking to you would want to be paid in some form of fashion, and then you're mad that you're only picking up sex workers. Again, adjust your messaging, because why would someone do all this for a total stranger for absolutely free? Here's an example of one that if you were to send this to a sex worker and also back it up with payment, might actually get you somewhere. But if you send it to an internet stranger that's not set up for sex work, will just get you blocked. Uh, this person says, I'm in your area and looking for a babysitter slash mommy to keep me diapered and babied. Want to chat? No, not for free. <laughs> because yeah. who are you? Again, like what, what, is, what is in this for me? If you're sending a quote unquote offer to somebody, What's in this for them? And I want to disillusion you that whatever you're physically offering is not what's in this for them Mm-mm. because nobody cares that you want to eat pussy for hours. Nobody cares that you want to massage someone's feet. Nobody cares that you can have sex for three days straight. Nobody cares. So if because you're, you're lying, whatever you're physically- because you're lying, yeah. also you're lying. Nobody, nobody, nobody fucking cares. Like you're lying and nobody cares. So if you remove the physical thing that you're offering, what's in it for the other person? Ask yourself that. The answer should be there. The answer should be money or something, because if not, you're offering nothing. So dude, don't slide up into people's DMs offering nothing. It's weird and creepy and it's going to get you to nowhere. Even worse is um, offering or basically asking what they can do for you without offering mm. any kind of compensation. That's actually worse. Yeah, that's At least what the guy I offering get. to massage me was trying to do something. But like you saying, I want you to keep me babied and diapered. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I want a fucking trip to Paris. We're both not getting what we want today. Oh, I wish you were here so you could fuck me and do this and do that. I'm like, why am I doing all this for you? That's a whole lot of running around for you. You want me to drive there with a bag of dicks to do what? For what? You know? Exactly. For what? For what? I I just have a quick rant to say, like, y'all really are, y'all really ain't shit and honestly deserve this. Everything that's happening with the internet, like, nobody's getting their needs met because all of y'all disrespected sex workers. If y'all had been so much better about respecting sex workers and paying them, then you could have somebody you could just call, say filthy things to, comes over, does all the things you like, have a good relationship. Like, you ever have a good barber or a good hairdresser and they just know your hair and they can hook you up and sometimes you give a little hookup this time or you know or they fit you in the schedule because you're a good client like sex workers are like that too they really take care of people and instead now we're harassing everybody on the internet is harassing other people who are not interested when y'all ruined the economy for the people you could have actually just did that with you know that part you could have had that y'all ruined it 
you, but you all are playing. So you were all you playing. Play whack a mole on the internet and figure out which people are sex workers. Exactly. And because you disrespected so many people that even folks who like those activities, who are not sex workers, who are just like enthusiasts or hobbyists or, you know, happy, kinky people, they don't feel safe enough to just do that with whatever because y'all have ruined it. That's why you can't yep. find the kinky lady of your dreams because y'all have made it awful to be out as a kinky person in general. So we've gone over a lot of what not to do, which is basically don't slide into people's DMs with your whole fantasy on show from day one. Don't copy and paste message to a bunch of different people, hoping that one of those people will interact with you. Because I promise you, the person that interacts with you is either going to be another dude or is going to be a sex worker. And if you're not looking for either of those things, you're not going to find what you want. Um, and like I said, if you are the type of person that sends these messages and then freaks out when someone is a sex worker and asks for some sort of money or gifts, that's on you. That's your fault. You set yourself up for this. Be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> like either that's pay a good, them or be fucking quiet. That's a good point because sex workers know when you're asking client type questions, even if you don't have money, you're still interacting like a client versus mm -hmm. a person who's interacting with them like a potential partner or a lover that's different so you're not fooling anyone walking around asking client questions but you don't want to spend no money it's like get mm -hmm. out of the club yep and don't get mad when we tell you get out of the club because you have no money because you know yeah. that in real life if you're in a strip club with no fucking money they would tell you to leave and you also know, for the most part in life, you walked up to somebody in a coffee house and said the same thing that's in your message. So that's yeah. one of the first tips. Would you say this to a human in real life that is a complete stranger that you just met? Yeah. Read it out loud before you send it. Read it out loud. Call a friend and read it to your friend on the phone. And if your friend that is the gender of person you're trying to attract says, yeah, that sounds great, then maybe try it. But if your friend is like, bro, what? That is not the right message. If you would not yeah. walk up to someone in a coffee house and say, hi, I'd like to be able to wear your underpants and also to pee in a diaper and have you make me sleep in it. Like if you wouldn't walk up to someone in a coffee house and say that maybe yeah. don't say that in a random message on the internet because you are still a stranger. Even if you're on a website for people with fetishes, you are still in fact a stranger. And they, and they get so mad if their little fucked up message gets copy pasted and put around the internet. It's like, God forbid everyone knows I acted like an asshole to a random person on the internet. Like you have no oh, idea. Oh man, it was so good. So I used to copy the message, like I used to screenshot them and put them on in my pictures in FetLife because I told you on my profile that you would be publicly mocked if you sent me an unsolicited message. And one of them got mad and reported them. So FetLife took down all my screenshots. I'm just like, so I put up a screenshot of what you actually said, but you're mad that I shared the thing that you did. And so FetLife considers it more inappropriate that I put these messages out there for people to read than that I got all of them in the first place. Yeah. FetLife went through and took down all my messages that were pictures. They deleted them all. And I was just like, so let me get this straight. The message that you sent me is fine. But me putting it up there for other people to be like, bro, this is your inbox is not fine. Interesting. That's interesting, yeah. FetLife. It is interesting. Part of why there's a lot of reasons. That's one of the many reasons why I backed out of FetLife and I'm hardly ever there because clearly they are not very interested in mitigating any of this disastrous communication that happens in people's inboxes. And by people, I mean generally people that creepers assume to be women. 
Yeah, generally people that they assume to be women or people that are considered feminine. Sometimes gay men have the similar experiences because they're treated in ways that show that people hate the feminine and women populations, mm-hmm. you know. Honestly, anyone that could be affected by misogyny, it's just that women are more intimately touched by it. Right. So, so that is tip number one. Um, if you would not say it to someone's face, don't put it in a message, especially if it's a first message or like you've only interacted a couple of times about something totally benign. So that's, that's number one. Uh, my number two tip would be to make your flirting personalized. Most of the time, um, the messages I get, it's very clear that they've either copied and pasted or they just looked at my profile, saw that it said mommy, and then just shot off a random message yeah. that had nothing to do with me as a person. And that's kind of the quickest way to get me to ignore you is to like treat me as if I'm a mommy vending machine or as if I'm interchangeable with any other person on the internet. Like, no, you need to actually like learn a little something about me. Yeah, approach me in a personalized way. One of the messages that I got on uh, FetLife many years ago that actually worked and got this person a date was someone that had read my profile properly and realized that there's a couple of things that I'm into that might be like not sexual that they could lead with. And one of the things I really like is tea. Um, I'm a huge tea person. I'm actually drinking tea right now because I have a little bit of a cough. Um, but one of the things that I love is tea, tea service, going out to tea. And so this mm. person was like talking to me in a message and was like, I would really love to someday take you out to tea. Um, I think that would be a really wonderful, you know, way to get to know each other. If you're interested, I'd be happy to, to figure that out. And it was such a sweet message because they were a profile and found something about me that was interesting. That was not just like a fetish we have in common. <laughs> And B, they were offering me actually something like they were going to take me out to a thing that I would enjoy. God forbid. (laughs) Right, right. That that didn't just have to do with us being naked. Like if we found Mm -hmm. each other attractive, there's a much higher chance that we will be naked after you take me to tea than if you just slide into my DMs like, hey, let's go be naked. So that was like, and, and honestly, like almost every person on the internet has things about themselves that are personalized Mm -hmm. it does take a couple extra minutes to find that information but you should probably find that information and talk to them about that because they're at least interested in that yeah you know and if you can find a non-sexual thing that's even better because it takes the creep factor way the fuck down yeah like let's let's talk about how to just talk about a body though too because we do like sexual things so how do you talk about somebody's body in a way that's a flirt sexual flirt but doesn't cross a line like how how would you do that like you see a person's picture right right so if I see a person's picture and I really like what's going on in that picture I might say something that isn't directly about their body like wow that's stunning or you look Mm -hmm. amazing in that rope or whatever um if they're wearing something that I think is interesting, it's always a safer bet to comment on the object than on the person's body. So mm-hmm. like, I love those shoes on you or that corset's incredible. Or you look incredible in that corset. Like you look incredible in that corset. You're putting the like objectification on the corset, but you're also saying, I notice your body and how it looks in that corset. Yes. So if you were to say like, wow, your tits look amazing with that corset on, like that's a creepy level because you've now brought their body into it. 
Mm-hmm. Whereas if you said you look amazing in that corset, like, trust me, that person knows their tits look amazing in that corset already. It's just nice for you to say it in a way that's not super creepy. Yeah, I think tone is also good. Like if, if like people talk about flirting is like keeping it low and saying it low tones, but I actually found the opposite. I find no, I that, love when people get excited. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I think if, if it's a genuine excitement, like, oh my goodness, you look great. You look so great. Like that people are so scared to like show enthusiasm. And for me, the yes. best lovers have always been the people who I knew without a shadow of a doubt, they liked my body because they were like my little cheerleaders about yes. anything I okay. did. So I am watching season two of Cheer as we speak. I want okay. you to Matt talk me, goddammit. I want you to be like, <laughs> yes, your dress looks amazing. Oh my God, yes, look at those shoes. I want that level of stupid shit. Like that would make me so happy. Like, yeah. yes, I'd be embarrassed, but like also I'd be like, that was adorable. Like yeah. I love when people are just like silly. Like that also takes a lot of the creepy out of it if you're super silly with your flirting. Yeah, it's something I agree. I've noticed. Like if you're just really fucking silly. Like if you say like the corniest fucking line like I hate to see you go but I love watching you leave like that yeah. is like a stupid line but it's so funny because it's so dumb and like you just commented on someone's ass directly but you didn't make it super weird like you made it weird yeah. in a funny way so like being funny is definitely helpful um, try to bring the comedy into it if you can try mm-hmm. to bring the nerdiness into it if you can because that is is going to make someone smile at least I, I would say once you you have to know somebody before you can discuss specifics like their shape yes. or their color like you have to know someone personally before you discuss the shade of my skin or mm, here's a tip if you're not the same race as that person fucking don't yeah that's also true don't discuss my skin don't call me pieces of food yeah, don't, don't call like me it. your chocolate goddess mocha fuck off none of it zero things yeah, if you're if you're calling me especially food if items, you're white, especially if you're white, but like if you're anything but black, don't don't fucking do yeah. it. Stop, be quiet. Black and people I don't even say you, that. We don't even call really each other that. Don't. It's weird because like that's not a thing usually. Um, we don't say that. And also, like I said, if you're not the same race as that person, don't slide into an Asian person's DMs and tell them they look exotic. That's an immediate fuck. Yeah. Don't if, do if the I, thing. Don't do it. Just stop. If, stop what if you're, you're doing. calling me that, I need your checkbook. Like I need your. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I need you paid. to. I need you to say to the Asian person, "You look so exotic. What's your Venmo?" That's yeah. the only time it's appropriate to send that fucking message. Pretty much, <laughs> because, yeah. Because otherwise, shut the fuck up. Like it's just like honestly people of color get this all the fucking time and that is such an eye roll and it's so annoying just fucking don't like you immediately cast yourself into the pit of race fetishists and we just won't unless you're paying us and even then some people just won't yeah so. i mean it depends <laughs> how much you're paying me i'm not gonna lie I'm not- honestly honestly i'm not gonna listen to that nonsense unless you're paying me a lot because i am yeah. retired from sex work and i'm not gonna fucking do it anymore yeah, I I don't I'm old you. and tired, so I'm just like, fuck off. I want to see the rent paid for a solid fucking year with your name on the lease, and then we will discuss what you can fucking call me. But until then, shut the fuck yeah. up and stay out of my DMs. Yeah, you got to be paying bills. Bills, can you pay my bills? So like we're, <laughs> so like we're saying, um, flirting does require you to be really specific if you know that person but you can do it generically 
with before you know them. It's just like, I really like your smile. Your eyes are so pretty, mm-hmm. you know. I just want to say you have beautiful legs. Like it's not, you don't have to get into like deep right. details. Or like folks online that have, that have given me nice compliments have been like, I love your style. Mm-hmm. That's really pretty. That's, you know, or you always have the nicest whatever. Like just something that is what you would say to someone in a coffee house. Mm-hmm. If you saw someone with a really pretty dress on in a coffee house, you might walk up and be like, I love your dress. You look great in it. Yeah. Because that's not going to make them be like security. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or like be reaching for the reaching for the pepper spray. Like if it's something that would make a woman reach for pepper spray, don't send it in a DM. Now, now that's, once you that's your rule. Once you've gotten in enough to know your lover and you're like, there's things that you notice about them. You can mention them, but you want to lead neutral if or, or positive. If you can't make it positive, it should be neutral. So you're not like, if you're discussing their weight, it's like, I love your size. It's not like you're so big necessarily, unless you know they respond to that, right? And Yes. Find and out you, the words that they use their own body and use those that's what I was just about to say like everybody has words they use for their body some guys say dick some guys say cock you know and they're very specific like no it's my dick it's my cock and it may sound silly but they'll be more turned on by you calling it what they call it than by you calling it a snuffleupagus or whatever thing (laughs) you decide to come up with right like I want everyone to try that in bed if they have a lover with the dick because my god that's amazing just see what happens (laughs) Snuffleupagus. <laughs> Give me your snuffy, Drop you know? that word into the bedroom clock and see what happens. I want some Portland. snuffy right now. Give me my snuffy. You know, you could do <laughs> it. God. You could do it. But I know, I know some people who name their breasts or they name their vagina or they have hmm. things that they call. My breasts body. have names. Your breasts don't have names. No, I, I try to ignore them most of the time. I only take them out when oh. it's time to make money. Oh, so my breasts have names. Death and taxes. Um, death is the left one. I'm not joking. This has been for like a decade. Death is the, death is the left one. Taxes is the right. That but, is uh, hysterical. Yeah, no, my, my, I mean, I've always loved different names people use. Like different things remind me of different things. Like when I was younger, it was a coochie. Like it was just a coochie. You called it that. There was no pussy. There was no other words. It was like coochie, you know. And then when I got to be college, it became a pussy. Like that was a big deal. Saying pussy in college it was like. <gasps> you know mm-hmm. you know and now I just call him a cunt because I just love it <laughs> I'm not worried about it at all but once again the names you use for your body can even change I know some trans folk they use different names at different points or some people use different names for different scenes like you can have different names in different contexts so flirting I feel like is learning how people look at themselves the words that they use and repeating almost you're like like with phone sex you're repeating back the words that they said like if mm-hmm. half of phone sex is the guy's like oh I'm so hard and I'm like yeah you're so hard and he's like oh I'm gonna come I'm like yeah you're gonna come like <laughs> it's just... <laughs> but it's true just <sighs> saying saying their name you know like oh yeah you know Stanley you're gonna come and he's like ah you know people want to hear them themselves mirrored back and so that's, that's flirting Stanley. yeah Stanley loves <laughs> it he's <laughs> oh man it's 
another thing I've had folks run into is they'll see someone on the internet that's known for being into objectification, known for being into their, you know, mommy or daddy calling them a dumb whore or calling them, you know, a big titted slut or whatever. And then they'll think that they can jump in there and, and add to that. And the person's like, no, I don't know you. Why are you calling me these things? Like, it's very important to like really know that, that that person specifically wants that sort of interaction from you because all the people that jump into my inbox calling mommy and wanting to talk to me about baby things, I don't know who you are. And so like I'm into those things, but not specifically with you. If it's someone I've been talking to and we've explicitly talked about that and that we want to start doing that, then something with that sort of tone in my DMs would be super hot because it's from a person that I'm into. But like, if you don't have permission to have that level of intimacy with someone, even if you see them all over the thing, it's not appropriate to do that with them. Yeah, that's what I always tell people too. Newer people sometimes in kink, they'll come in and they'll be like, I'm baby slut butt. And that's their their name. And so they just want everyone <laughs> to treat them like a little fucking baby slut butt. And it's like, sweetheart, you can like that, but you don't want everyone here to treat you that way. So don't set yourself up right. to be abused that way because you don't even realize it, but somebody's watching you and is like, bet, I'm going I'm to treat you like, a, I'm a, if you want to be baby slut butt, I'm going to show you baby slut, and you're not even ready for that yet. Mm -hmm. So, but you don't want everyone to do that to you. So don't set it up that way. It's not. And you can keep that name if you want to, but realize your DMs are going to be crazy. That's also true. (laughs) The comments on your, the comments on your pictures are going to be dumb and your DMs are going to be crazy. So like, just know that. And you know, if if fine with, you know, raking out the trash every single morning then keep the screen name baby slut but do you but like just know that that's going to be the result is that you're going to have an endless parade of creepers yeah and then there are going to be folks in the community who might have been interested in you who will be less so simply by virtue of how that puts you out there and which is not mm. it's not good or bad it just is like it's i'm less likely is, yeah. to message baby slut but than mm-hmm. whoever else like I'm a Virgo Capricorn whatever the fuck else screen names y'all have you know but I might be less likely mm-hmm. to because of how you're presenting yourself um exactly and so. it's the same with the, the people whose profiles are pictures of genitals or pictures of extremely explicit sex acts like yeah I support you having all the explicit sex and naked pictures that you want to have but I'm probably not gonna interact with your profile yeah I mean I think like I used to love it about FET when um, you didn't see every single thing somebody posted. Like you could just see the main things, but they could have their own. Maybe that's not, maybe maybe it's different websites, but like some websites you can have like folders to, to put stuff in, and so you could still have your adventures. And then the people who want to tune in can just click on that and tune in, as opposed to every single thing you do comes up in your feed. I'm seeing my right. friends' pussies. Like, I, I run Perverts of Color on Instagram, and so I friended a lot of people early on, and now it's like, I thought this girl was cool. I think still think she's cool, but I personally did not want to see 15 pictures of her pussy. But that's her profile. There's no way for me to turn that off on Instagram. I either have to mute you, you know, so I just can't see nothing. Right. Do because yeah and it's 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 a it's a weird thing with newer platforms because I remember back in the olden days when we would have things like live journal and things like that you could have filters yeah my, filters. My, 
live journal like 20 years ago because i am that old used to mm-hmm. have different filter groups for different people mm-hmm. so like i had a filter for kinky people that didn't necessarily want to see sex work filter for sex workers that weren't necessarily in the leather community i had a filter for you know whatever so like i could like route different posts different places yeah and then people that were into those things because like my strip club friends might not want to hear about me extracting a bunch of blood from a bottom and playing in it whereas my leather community friends might not necessarily want to hear about a story from a client at the peep show so you know I miss having that level of control and having that level of kind of being able to curate who sees what because it Mm -hmm. not only makes it easier for make it more comfortable for all of your friends um yeah. so because I would ask like if you want to be on this filter let me know and I wouldn't put people on the filter unless I had their permission so I do miss having those kinds of controls um yeah. and I also miss like I think to me that also made it so that the website itself didn't have to police itself so heavily because yeah. if you're putting pictures of your titties on there you should put a filter on that it shouldn't just yeah. be that every 12 year old cruising by can see that. And if that's the case, they just delete your journal because you weren't smart enough to use the filters. Yeah, it's true. It's like live journal. I had so many different filters and groups and nobody knew what anybody was seeing in my journal unless mm-hmm. they had access to it. And because the whole journal, I could lock it in different ways that, mm-hmm. you know, you wouldn't even know how many actual posts I made unless you were me because I could just organize it that way and I really do exactly. miss that about social media that would solve so many problems if right we could have our now own it's either networks. like the profile has to be completely private so that you don't know what you're getting into until you join it right or the profile has to be completely public and you have to watch what you post or random internet bots will be like that's too much of a titty deleted you know like it's just yeah. ridiculous it didn't used to be like that yeah, you know? true. Circles of trust. It's like like we talk about with flirting. There's circles. You only go but so far. Like the first level is, you know, what you would say in a coffee shop. And maybe the second yeah, level internet is stranger. Like, yeah, exactly. Internet stranger is coffee shop. And then the next level is like internet acquaintance. Maybe you're on my first mm-hmm. filter, but you're not on my private filters. But I know a little something about you. Like, I know that you enjoy making breakfast with your live-in partner on Sunday mornings. Or I know that you have three dogs. Like, I know something about you that yeah. is not just, like, your internet name and that's it. Exactly. Yep. And then the next layer, you start to learn more about their specific interests and and things that can, maybe they're more sexual, maybe not. But you're starting to have a, right. a, a more of an intimacy. And that's when you can... Right check in and be like what kind of names do you like to be called when do you mm-hmm. like to be called those names like how now do you like i know that like you're a leather puppy and yes. you have a lot of gear but i don't yes. necessarily know if you do sexy things as a leather puppy i just know that you are in fact a leather puppy so we've gotten like farther in than you like plants right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then and then let's say now you know now you know they're, they're a leather puppy and you're officially interested. Now you're like, okay, I want to do something to them. Like so now we're gonna get to the good stuff. I like to be direct because I don't want to beat around the bush. And so I just try to find a way to be direct but respectful. So I could just mm-hmm. say, I really think you're great, you're gorgeous, you're fit a word in, you're sexy, and I would love the opportunity to like let's spend some alone time together and then I remind them that it can look however you want it to look and I usually say I'm willing to start with let's say cuddles and but I would love to go to 
having a scene. Like I could, I'll set a range so they can sort of pick where they fall in the range. Like I'm open for anything in this range. Are you open for anything in this range? And I'm usually good enough to judge. They want to do something, but maybe not all the way to Z. Maybe they want to go to A through E, which is great. Cool. You know? Yeah. I'm all, I'm always, I'm, I'm more say something like, if you're interested, I'd love to, you know, X, Y, and Z with you sometime. We can talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not, that's okay too. I still think you're cool. Um, always give someone that out because that makes them less nervous about saying no, if it's a no. Because yeah. um, I would rather it be a no than it be a like, I don't want to lose this person as my friend. So I'm going to do this thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, just kind of, if you're interested, I think you're a super cute leather puppy. I'd love to do a scene about that or uh, maybe take you out to like a leather fair or something together, spend some time with that. Um, play in that space so let me know if you're interested and we can talk about what that might look like um, and that is kind of way to a let someone know that you're specifically interested in that thing but with having any expectations like because yes. I didn't come in being like I'm going to take you to the park and we're going to play fetch like no that's weird like who the fuck no I didn't say yes to that so like saying that you're interested and then asking that person if they're interested and like what they might be interested in doing so that you can mm-hmm. start negotiations because all kid things should have a negotiation the negotiation shouldn't be based on according to your pictures on the internet you like x y and z so I'm going to assume you like that with me yeah it yeah. should be like I know that you might be interested in this. Might you be interested in this with me? If yes, what would that look like for both of us? I'm I'm also going to say, like, first, you should have experiences and check out their behaviors before you're Mm -hmm. trying to create a relationship of any kind. Yes. So the relationship does not go first. Even if you want the boyfriend, girlfriend, mommy, daddy, whatever, it should not be like, great, now you're my daddy. Now we're going to fuck. Like, honestly, that's weird to me. It'd be better for y'all to just have some experiences and then decide okay now we want to go in that direction then it is yes. to try to force a daddy out of a what could have been a, a you know a quickie <laughs> you know like there's so like many- even if someone is a mommy or daddy like that is a role that I inhabit all the time whether I'm in a relationship or not mm-hmm. I might not like I, a lot of the people that I flirt with are of the little boy variety because of course they are that's like my wheelhouse of attraction mm-hmm. but like I don't know if it's gonna work in like real actual life so I wouldn't want to set us both up to be like really broken if we like did all this stuff on the internet before ever actually meeting yeah. and then when we met realized the vibe was like not it was not there because it could be as simple as that. It could be like the vibe did not check out. And usually when that happens, both people are feeling it. But if you've yeah. already put all this stuff into this relationship on the internet, and then you finally meet up and you're in a Motel 6 in Ohio and the vibe mm. is fucking off, <laughs> then you're just like, now what? Like, now what do we do for this whole weekend? I brought a suitcase full of bondage gear and diapers and now the vibe is off. Yeah. So like you haven't built in any of that. We'll get to know you, but if it doesn't work, that's cool. Like there was someone that I'd been talking to online. They were super cute. We were really feeling it. It was heading in a mommy boy direction, but we hadn't actually met. And so our first date was, I was planning a trip to Disney World and they lived on that side of the country. So Mm -hmm. our first date was like planning a trip to Disney World because if they 
didn't like me, they could just go home because they lived closest by and I would still be able to go to Disney World. So it wasn't Mm -hmm. like I would be sitting in a motel like, why did I do this? Like I still had a vacation planned and if it worked, awesome, we'd have an awesome vacation together. If it didn't work, we both had an out. Like they were going home and I was going to Disney World regardless. So like make sure you build those things in because I don't know if any of y'all out there have ever been stuck on a bad internet long distance date, but it is fucking it's not it's, it's so not cute. bad it's, it's awkward so bad. oh god it's, it's so, so bad. bad oh it's so bad especially if you don't have like the money to get your own hotel room or the money to get yourself out oh yeah. my god it's so bad don't fucking do that get have an exit plan always always yeah. even if you're like a hundred percent sure this person's the most amazing person you've ever spoken to have a fucking exit plan holy shit yeah it's true you need to have your own <laughs> ticket there and back because I've, I've heard some awful stories of folks who were going to meet the person of their dreams and it was not what it seems mm-hmm. and human trafficking is still very much a thing and it's a real thing they're finding people off the internet on these profiles that's happening and they're especially looking for vulnerable and naive and innocent and Correct. age players often are either actually or seem vulnerable and naive and innocent so they're looking for like that 18 or 19 year old or god forbid underage person yeah. that's like i'm small bean and they're like yeah i'll take care of you come meet me at this motel six and that is the last time anyone ever saw you so like yeah. be careful when you're flirting with these people online you are flirting with the online version of that person yeah. but yeah so you know it's that's the kind of thing that like you kind of want to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Yes, it does cost a little extra money to save your pennies and make sure you have an exit plan or make sure you have your own hotel room or make sure this or that, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. You know, think of it as if the person turns out to be cool, you have a little extra money, you can spoil and take them to a nice dinner. If the person turns out to be completely off, you can be like, it is a good thing I have enough money to book a different hotel in another part of town until my plane ticket tomorrow. Yeah, and lest we forget, um, specifically for Black women, trans women, and cis women, the person most likely to murder you is whoever you're dating. Mm -hmm. So it's really not a joke to learn how to spot these signs and communicate and know if somebody's being creepy. Like, these are life skills. Because if it's off, don't be polite. Don't wait. Just yeah. walk the fuck up out of there. Leave. Cause a scene. I'm the type of bitch. I'm like, if unless I see a gun, I'm a, I'm a run or I'm gonna act a fucking fool. Like you, I'm not walking with you to the car quietly. No, none of that. You gonna have to tussle with me, okay? Call me Big yep. Bertha because I'm the wrong bitch. I have and even if you out got a car at a gas station, mm-hmm. like. I literally, this was a long time ago, managed to get myself in a situation where I was in a car and the person that I was there to date was totally nice, but all of his friends were racist and I did not realize that was about to be the thing. Yeah. So like I was staying in this place with all these racist roommates and I was like, the fuck is this casual racism that's like happening all over the damn place? And we were in the car and it was just like one too many times they'd said something just crazy. And I was like, that's it. I'm out. And so they mm-hmm. stopped to get gas. And I took my suitcase out of the car and I just went into the gas station and I was like, I'm, you guys go ahead. I'm, I'm just going to get myself to, to the airport and wait till my flight. Yeah. And they were like, 
what's this? What's that? I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I'm not, this is not it. Like, we're not doing this. So mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be like your life is in danger because they weren't violent people, but they were seeing things that were making me real fucking uncomfortable. And I was like, I'm not here for this. I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. There are at least three cases that I could name right now where uh, a black person went to a second location with some white folks that were supposed to be their friend. And then the next day that black person showed up missing or yep. dead. Like that, I'm not even trying to be uh, like like scary or whatever. This is literally a thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if if, it, if the vibe sure. does not check, listen to that intuition. If you're wrong later, you're alive and wrong, and walk the fuck up out of there. Walk the fuck up out of that shit, and then wait in the gas station for the cab to come get you, or wait in the airport for your flight six hours later, or whatever. Go to the go to the bus stop and see if you can change your ticket for today. Walk the fuck up out of there. Yeah, definitely get out of there. That's the first step. You know, I, I, I really hope if we empower anyone to do anything from this is to feel like you can leave it anytime, anywhere, please like dip. And I believe that everyone should have a friend if they if you can try to cultivate a friendship with at least one other person so that if you got in a situation like that, they would help you out. No questions asked. Like, absolutely. If I know if I went on some weird, stupid date to the middle of Texas and got lost, my family would just be like, okay, bitch, we're getting you to the airport. They might cuss me yep. out later, but they would get me home. And so and th- that is one of the purposes of leather families. I think nowadays, right. a lot of kids don't understand what leather families really are, but that's exactly what they are. They're your chosen family. They're your ride or die. They're the, I could show up on their doorstep, no questions asked. They would let me in and figure out what was happening. Like yeah. my leather family, I have leather family in Canada. And if I showed up on their doorstep, not, not announced, they would not, I mean, they would have some questions, but they'd let me in first and then be like, let's get you tea and a good night's sleep. And then we will figure out, we will talk to you about how you ended up in Canada on our doorstep without calling first. Something must have yeah. happened. Something happened. You know what I mean? Exactly. Something fucking happened. Or like, I have people where I could call them and like, none of us are wealthy, but if I needed some cash because I was stuck somewhere, they would borrow it, whatever they could spare. And I do the same for them. So like, yeah. these are the kind of things that, leather family is actually for and they're just for like I mean obviously they're also like your best good friends they're people you can talk to about anything they're people that know that you're not going to spread their business all over town and everything else but also in an emergency they already are kinky people so you don't have to explain to them I was meeting this dominant daddy in a hotel room in another state because they were sexy online and wanted to ask fuck me while I was tied up like that's not going to be the thing that makes them drop their coffee they're like oh yeah me too (laughs) right like you don't even have to explain that part you just have to be like I was meeting this daddy it didn't go well and now I'm at a bus stop and I need to buy a ticket and then you're like cool where are you going how much is the ticket let me Venmo you let me call the bus station with a credit card let me whatever like they're not gonna sit there and talk you were where what the hell like "Mm -mm." that's later we can talk about that later but right now let's get you somewhere safe they're not gonna judge you for the thing like the desire that causes you to be in that situation yeah, it's the understanding. That's really what you want. So that's the yes. love of family understanding. It's like you're gonna do some some crazy shit, and I just hope you'll do the safer version of it. <laughs> most of the most of the time they're co-conspirators, but if shit hits the fan, they will help you as well. <laughs> yeah, they they are usually carrying a duffel bag. That's true. Yes. Um. So we've gone on a little bit of a tangent about safety, and <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm fine with it. Like if we can make 
people safer that are just entering the kink scene and don't know better. I'm fine with that, that amount of time being spent. But I did want to talk a little bit about how specifically to flirt with mommies. Because mm-hmm. we've gone over some good tips about how to flirt just in general. But like how to specifically flirt with mommies. So one of the things that works for me is people that don't actually flirt directly, mm-hmm. but will like put cute pictures of themselves up and them doing like little things, like just being you basically. Mm-hmm. So that like someone that's interested in that and that that's their like that kind of like sexuality is what they're like their like dinner bell is basically they'll see those pictures and be like oh that's so adorable look at that look at that cute pacifier look at that cute stuffed animal whatever whatever and they'll get to know a little bit of your personality and a little Mm -hmm. bit of what you're into and if that strikes a chord with them then that might be somebody that's like looking fondly on your pictures you know so that's that's a thing the other thing that has definitely worked and this is when you're a little further into the circles of internet strangery so this is not like we are just internet strangers or we barely know each other online. Like if you've had some non-sexual interactions, you talk to them about their plants and their dogs so that you know that they're a normal human, then you can maybe be like, so you like those pictures I posted of me with the stuffed animal. Um, I've got some ones that I couldn't put on Instagram if you're interested in those. Mm. And so you haven't just like sent them a picture of your naked ass or your wet diaper or whatever, but you've asked them if that's a thing they might want. Yeah, And if you've been talking, like I said, and you have kind of a good rapport, they're probably going to be like, yeah, I want that. Or, you know, if they don't, then at least they'll probably be nice. They'll be like, oh, I'm not really into diapers, but thanks for the offer, you know, whatever. So like giving them that choice. And then that has led to a lot of very hot things hitting my DMs, which I'm never sad about. And I'm always Mm. really like impressed that somebody asked my permission so I'm not just suddenly being inundated with pictures of their genitals or pictures of their whatever. But if you asked and I said yes, then heck yes and the things. That's a really good point that um, I think, folks, if you don't have a specific mommy that, you know, you could even have friends who are mommies and y'all could build up a rapport where you're like, hi, do you like seeing pictures? Because I take pictures. Mm-hmm. And a lot, like I have friends who literally just, send me fun sexy pictures of themselves we're not gonna fuck we're never gonna fuck but I get to see all these cool things because they trust me and we have an intimacy level to the least where we can have sexy conversations and pictures yes and no one feels you know insulted and we don't have a relationship but we're still getting to have that outlet and so that flirty outlet where like they get the like I got to show my ass to the hot person and they say, yes look at that ass and then they got to see my ass so they're excited like it's just mutually beneficial all over absolutely it's a really nice way to go it's, it's my really own little nice. personal porn hub they just give me new content. <laughs> exactly I love it <laughs> I love it so much it's yeah. just for me like I'm again if you're the person to trust that you're with because even on something like snapchat people take a screenshot mm-hmm. but if you trust that person, then like for me, like I'm not sending these pictures anywhere. It's just my own personal little like, woo woo, look at your butt or whatever. Like it's exciting. Um, so that's one thing. Um, another thing that's worked for me in real life, which I've never had this happen before or since. And it was like, I was so goddamn impressed. Um, at a Littles event, someone colored a picture and then put their name and phone number across the bottom and gave it to me. And I was like, game. That's good. That's good. Someone drew me a picture where they did not put the number on it. So that's smart. 
That's smart. Uh, definitely says like, I'm an adult and I want you to text me. Like, cause that mm-hmm. was like, damn game. So mm-hmm. yes. Uh, hello. Like that made it like, not just like I'm cute and drew this picture. Like I'm cute and drew this picture and want things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's hot. Actually. That's kind of hot. It was so hot. Like, yeah, it was like next level little boy flirting. And I was just like, well, yeah, that was, that's it. That was some adult little boy energy, if ever I've seen it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's like uh, everybody's doing, when you're doing your little thing and you're enjoying yourself, like when it's just your part, enjoy that. But then when you can have another person with you, the fun is finding that the crossover in the Venn diagram where you both mm-hmm. like the same thing. So folks are so busy trying to be selfish, but it's like now you have another person to play your imagination game with. Like, why not? Yes have a joint game that everybody's gonna love why are you focused on do you want to play lego by yourself or do you want to play lego with your friends like decide this is the chance it's a collaborative effort it's not just you get to to play by yourself the other thing that i have seen that i saw so i saw this meme on the internet a couple months back Mm. said something to the effect of women under 30 post nudes women over 30 post pictures of dinner (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, damn, that ain't me. I don't I I feel very attacked. First of all, fuck off. How dare you? <laughs> Second of all, wow. And it really was true because I noticed that every time I post like either dinner or baked goods, I get a lot of boys in my inbox. They're just like, that looks real good. Yeah. If I were there, if I were there, would you make a cake for me? Like <laughs> like sexual like food situation and I'm just like they're like sending me like the drooling emojis and like all the things and honestly that's mommy flirting to me too like that you know damn well that you're sliding into my dms like that looks real good can I come over on Sunday like (laughs) I swear to god there was some meme about that too some guy he's like eating at his girlfriend's house and he's like yeah I'm just gonna take my shoes off and live here for a couple years you know uh... Because it's like, ah, this is home, obviously, because mommy is cooking. Yes, mommy's cooking, or as Megan says, that's a whole lot of dinner. So <laughs> <laughs> That is great. I love, I love this aesthetic because I think it's, it fits really well with, like, my idea of, like, Black women were always doing these things or around these things or being shaped by mommy activities, cooking and things. Mm-hmm. So it just sort mm-hmm. of, of floats in. kind of floats by in a robe like you hungry baby. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know about my like sexual attraction to mumus is a real problem. Like I the things I will do to a woman in a mumu, fuck all the latex. <laughs> fuck all the leather, okay? When she got the house dress on and it flaps. <laughs> ah! Especially if yes. they buttoned it up right so like the flap opens and it's a flap at the bottom oh my god i love a one piece <laughs> where she could just jump into this big ass t-shirt dress and walk around sweaty under that oh that I is feel the same way about union suits and footy pajamas like those union suits <laughs> that unbutton in the back child those oh my underwear listen you can you can pretend to be a trapper in 1850s northern canada i will here for it you bring me that union suit in any color mm. One of the best Christmases was when I got a Forever Lazy, which just has the butt flap in the back, and I yes. 
uh, uh, for like a onesie that has a butt flap forget it and they come in I don't, extra sizes, I don't know so. if those are meant to be for like bathroom functions I just assume they're for sex because I don't think I could successfully use a bathroom out of the butt flap but like they're for sex like they're just so that you can get at I am asshole. here to tell you that they work for both really Yes, because it, it, the flap is so big that, it, and I have a big ass. My whole I just ass, always assumed they were for sex. I always assumed there's there's no possible way you're a pervert. this is functional. Other, that's true. I'm telling you <laughs> that they are functional for both, and I have tested it, and the only issue is that once you zip that thing back up after fucking, it's now like the worst Ziploc bag ever. Like it's just mm, that's, See, smell. I find that hot, though. I find that hot. Fermenting that baby. I'm on zip you tomorrow morning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh that's, my that's god. That's part of the appeal. It's like that's a part of the appeal. Do you have any idea how many times I've made someone come in a onesie and sleep in it? Oh my god. This sounds like the most stewed. Like I just know you know you wear too mm-hmm. close sweat, like that sleep sweat that just smells like I don't even yep. know. Anyway. Yep. So everyone then you'll need a bath tomorrow, so everyone wins. I hope everyone could taste this episode. I'm mm, glad that yes. we took you there. I'm distracted. What were we talking about? Uh, flirting. Right. Flirting. <laughs> flirting. 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 Um, what else is a good like flirting tip? I feel like we really gave a, good, a bunch of good ones. It really is about being specific. It's like good customer service. You know, you might yes. have a general script, but you still have to treat customers like individuals. Even if everybody supposedly wants the same thing, they don't want the same thing. They want it their way. Mm-hmm. That's why and you'll find a much better connection if you find something that doesn't have to do with your specific sexy end goal and talk about that first. That's what I'm about to say. That's why when you when you're offering the like eat my pussy or eat my ass, like one, I didn't ask for that. Two, you don't even know how or if I like that done. So whatever you're offering is already not about me because you are offering right. that service before. Like you don't come to a, a, a auto shop and they're like, okay, we're gonna check your brakes, and it's like I came here for an oil change. If I right. want my like, brakes checked, we're gonna pull out your engine. Like why? What? Right. Like. like <laughs> Like, let me come in the door first and see what the what's available and what I want to, on the menu or whatever. Don't just right. tell me I want the thing that you have, the most extreme thing that is in your mind. Like, if right. it's not God forbid the, the barber uh, uh, analogy that you made was really good. You would never walk into a barber and they'd just be like, I'm going to give you what I'm going to give you and you're going to like it. Like, no, right. no, sir. Um, it's I like, you like so. being bald? You want to be bald? It's like, bitch, I came in here for a fade, not to be bald. It's like, well, right. I, want, I really like, want you to be bald. Can you imagine if a black barber shop just did whatever and didn't ask their clients what they wanted? Woo, black men are so particular about their goddamn hair. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Like, that place would be out of business and burnt to the ground. Like, you know. <laughs> You know what's so funny? I think black guys are more particular about their hair than black women are because if they're so fussy like, and they have the nerve to talk about it. They're so damn so fussy true. and they're talking about how much hair is spent, money is spent on black women's hair. Fuck off. Use your damn fussy ass hairlines and shit. Don't talk to me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if it's like two centimeters too long, they're ready to fall out in the street. You know, like my like line they want to talk to us about the money we spend on hair and their hair is finicky. They want to talk to us about the money we spend on shoes and their shoes are fucking three hundred dollars at the outside, like the cheapest ones. And sure. if they get a tiny speck on it, they have a fucking fit. And by the way, uh, this is studs too. I'm just gonna throw y'all in this pot because you know what you do. So don't fucking talk to me about all of our shit 
when your shit is the exact same thing, just in a different style. <laughs> They're such babies. I love it. And that's the Honestly. truth, too. If you ever actually dealt with the man, then you know the secret is that at home, they're all fucking babies who just want to be God wrapped up it. in blankets. It's so fucking Again, true. too. Stuff too. My the God. secrets out it's like fems are out here like it's like you know what's that movie disney did in kanto or that she's picking up donkeys and walking around like stuff mm-hmm. like fems are out here doing all of the things and all the boys and the studs and the masculine people are like little bitty caterpillars who need to be hugged mm-hmm. and, and kissed on out in the streets out in the streets they're goddamn young and may and then as soon as they get at home they're just like what's your dinner though i'm hungry <laughs> You little bitches. <laughs> I love it. I really think more femmes should just really embrace it, you know, being mean. Because it's been my favorite part of this year and last year. So let's just keep this going for life. Right. And like a lot of people love it. Like, honestly, there are people that have specifically flirted with me because I am sometimes mean. Personally, I think I'm just honest, but you know, whatever, we can agree to disagree. But sure. a lot of people are just like, ooh, I love a femme bully. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't, but okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess I've just been raised by so many strong women who did not give a fuck and will cuss you out at the drop of a dime. And, yes. you know, that's just the I didn't have a choice. Every time I tried to not be this way, they were like, hey, come on. This is how we act. Let's do it. You know, Get your like, shit together. Yeah. Right. I didn't have a choice. So now I'm this aggressive femme. That's what we used to call it back in the day aggressive femmes you know mm-hmm. Ag- aggie fems whatever Ag- and now yep. I, yeah exactly so you know i can't help it now and then it's, it's it's like always been sort of weird for people to think of a feminine person who's assertive but then i'm like have you never met anyone's mom like what are you talking about right like that's the part that's always confusing to me when i get the random babies in my inbox that think that i'm there to be a diaper servant i'm just like have you actually met a real life mommy let alone like (laughs) the role that i'm emulating is the one that you're to this day probably still afraid of your actual mom so like Mm -hmm. what would what about that would make you think that i'm here to serve you Mm -hmm. because like delusion i have never met like delusion absolute (laughs) fucking delusion like all the daddy's girls out there that have their daddies wrapped around their fingers and are just like i asked daddy for a barbie dream house and he got it for me for christmas like that's real that's normal sure that is how fathers sometimes act because yes but like mommies you need to do what's right and obey and you know they're gonna teach you how to be a good person and you're also gonna clean the house on sunday like i don't Mm -hmm. know why you thought this was gonna be different (laughs) yeah like a mama's boy even though you maybe didn't have to do all the chores in my world you still were doing whatever mommy said so you still Mm -hmm. were her running around acting right you Mm -hmm. still didn't talk crazy you still acted right in public you you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like you exactly so you weren't out there in them streets like yeah (laughs) all the things so i don't understand why people think this is like going to be a radically different role than what's actually existing in the world already yeah like every now and then I try to pretend I'm not in charge and then I'm like if anybody else is in charge this place is gonna suck so let me just roll my wrists up and get it together clearly I'm in charge and that's mommy mommy's the one who ends up having to plan your birthday party who has to take you to your soccer like mommy's doing all of that shit period Mm -hmm. period 
So, yeah, I think that, you know, there's a lot of misguided people out there. And again, the miseducation most likely came from pornography, mm. which is a fantastic entertainment source, but not real life. Correct. So the miseducation came from all the content that's out there that are catering toward men because that's the point of pornography and sex work as far as making your money. And I get it. Get paid sex workers. We love you. But also that's not necessarily how real life relationships are going to work. Correct. Exactly. It's like y'all, everybody likes basketball, but nobody expects Little League to move like the NBA. It's like maybe we're all doing the same thing, but those are professionals doing it every day for work. That's not the standard that everyone has to have for everybody who wants to play basketball. Well, not only that, it's just a completely different type of thing. Like, I know a lot of folks love those mommy ASMR videos where, like, somebody with giant tits whispers into a microphone about how you're such a baby and blah, blah, blah. But, like, in real life, I've only met, like, one person that enjoys that for real. And she's a great person. I'm not going to give her name out so she's not flooded with crazy messages. (laughs) But, like, of all the mommies I know, and I know quite a few, I only know one person that's into that in real life. So that's mostly a sex work thing online and if you've been watching those videos on Pornhub good for you keep watching them do you but please note that in real life most people aren't going to whisper into a microphone for you personalized messages yeah it's true it's like if we had actually just respected sex workers once again we Mm -hmm. could be having the things that we want and we could have our cake and eat it too yeah but what we didn't and we don't have it and there you go so yeah. All right. <laughs> I think we've rambled our way through some good flirting tips and rambled our way through some good what not to do. Uh, any closing thoughts? Flirting tip, closing thoughts. Honestly, just be okay with being silly. Just be okay with being vulnerable. Everybody's trying to look cool and sexy, but the real sexy people are the ones who are not scared to take a chance and to say, you know, I really like you. Like being right. Just saying that, I really like you. I really like watching you online. I really want to hang out with you in person. Like that's Yeah, if you're ever in my area or if you're whatever, if you're free on any any weekends coming up, whatever the case may be, like making concrete plans is always great. Um, I love follow-up. Yes, I love follow-up and follow-through. Sexy. If you're shy and awkward, just be shy and awkward. Push yourself to say the thing, even if it comes out shy and awkward, because that's usually super adorable. Yeah, and maybe don't have a like a long-term plan. Just have the plan be getting to know the person and mm-hmm. then seeing what unfolds. Because if you're coming in like, exactly. I want to fuck, then if it doesn't work out that way, then you're going to be sad. But if you're coming in like, I really like this person, I hope we can connect and maybe you can play. Maybe lots of things can happen that have nothing right. to do with fucking. Like you Also, like if you with the one of mommy, Instead of I'm seeing this person as a person, you're setting yourself up for lots of disappointment. There are a lot of littles in my life and I'm not their mommy, but there we, we sometimes do little things together. We play together. They'll send me pictures. We'll, you know, get on Zoom and, and do whatever. So like there are things that you can do that, you know, it, if you don't go in with a certain expectation, you might end up with some sort of connection that really works for you or really is something fun. It's all be a lot less of a chance that you're going to creep out the other person who's thinking like oh this person wants a mommy and doesn't care whether it's me or anybody else because that is always a huge turn off for me 
exactly and it, it's kind of like you know you ever have a friend who had a cool mom and she's not your mom but you can get a lot of those same benefits and she may even think about you lovingly because she's gotten to know you throughout the time like you could have a right. lot of the benefits of that without having to force a relationship that doesn't work exactly exactly you can come over for dinner but they're not necessarily your mommy but they'll feed you though exactly they might do a lot of stuff you just have to they might take do a lot time. of things for you mm-hmm. you know they might ask you to bring over a union suit you never know you never oh know my goodness happen. lola is planning on that <laughs> note hide your tushies everyone <laughs> oh goodness and y'all have a great day for me mommy Mwah. yes bye till next time bye